0: just extend it like don't let it be like a little streak of five or six tweets just like oh yeah keep flood going the, flood the feed
1: and he's doing live copy <laughs> editing yeah fucking incredible
0: like it's been 12 hours or whatever it is now just like keep you know like keep going with it
1: sam are we live yo sam are we live it's corporate lunch, y'all. Once again, modeling consistency and efficiency for the fashion internet community, the corporate lunch crew. I'm Will Welch. This is Noah Johnson. And somewhere is SHP Sam Hine Productions. He's in the room. Noah, what does it feel like to be part of the podcast that always delivers right on time? Uh, <laughs> is that a source of pride for I mean, you and your family?
0: We are. I often brag about how relatable and. Uh, and charming we are but we're also consistent yeah and timely
1: maybe our timeliness and urgency is part of our relatability actually maybe what's relatable is the fact that um sometimes we just can't get it together that's exactly right (laughs) i mean that is relatable ass content it happens when it happens some days you can't you just can't get it together
0: we're just doing our best two guys out here three two and a half guys out here wow (laughs) who's the half
1: Who's the half? I kind of feel I'm like half, half. I feel yeah. like half a guy most I, the days. The three
0: of us add up to two and a half. No one is the half. Yeah. What? What? Sam? What episode is this? Forty-five. Episode forty-five. Will
1: two dimes and a nick. Let's go. Like they always say. Um, Noah, you told me. You told me in a text or an email or a textual email that you have been like making the rounds. You've been you've been out <laughs> seeing these racks.
0: Yeah, I had a harrowing experience this week.
1: Har- harrowing. Sam. did
0: it was... Sam, Sam pronounce, saw pronounce me the, the word H-A-R-R-O-W-I-N-G.
1: Harrowing. Harrowing. Okay. It was so scary it got harrowing, harrowing. Harrowing. Harrowing.
0: Sam saw me the next day and I was like a shell. Like thousands,
1: thousands what happened of out there, man. dude?
0: I went shopping. <laughs> okay. Have you done any Christmas shopping yet? I haven't yet. Will you? How will you approach it? Do um, you have like a list of gifts?
1: I have a, yeah, I have a limited, I have a limited, I have done I a little say actually. I should holiday shopping. I've, so. I've made a few moves actually. i made a few of the, I've made a few of my big moves. Um But I, I have a lot of of cleanup work to do. I've been in, in a bit of a work K-hole. Um,
0: it happens this and, time of year. Yeah,
1: it really does. That's what's tricky, right? That's why people get stressed about the holidays, man.
0: Well, yeah.
1: It's like you're tired. It's yep. been a long year. I was thinking about this the other day, right? Like every day is a new day here on planet earth that's true time is elastic and a construct but i it's not like um okay you know when you're like are are working out you're like on the treadmill or something and you're like there's a little there's a there's a grid in front of you of like the course that you're doing yeah and it's like a climb and then it slows down and then a year is not actually like a workout with a beginning and an end (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like we don't wake up like newborn babies on january 1st and then like go to bed like grizzled old 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 dying people on december 31st just like that way that's what's interesting right I was like, every day is a new day, and like there are, there are, season, you know, there are weeks where you're full of energy and there are weeks where you're tired, blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, the way the year is charted, it's just like, it's late in the year. Everybody's frantic trying to get all the shit done. Yeah. And then there's also the like holiday pressure. I mean, I guess this is the most obvious thing in the world. I, I guess what maybe isn't so obvious is I've been trying to, like, snap myself out of the psychological, like, it's the end of the year. Right. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed. Right. I have other things. I have, like, personal things to take care of, like Christmas shopping or whatever. Right. That I can't find time for them. And uh, I can't. I This sucks. I'm mad. I'm tired. I just want to. Can we? I'm yeah. ready for a new year. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm trying to break myself psychologically out of. This idea of like something major is coming to a close. Right, it's been a rough year, and I'm tired.
0: That seems healthy. I have chronic last-minute syndrome, um, super bad with holiday shopping, which, yeah. which I do. I like to give gifts to those that I love, and I do. I do get a feeling of like New Year, new me. Like yeah. let's get like what's the thing? What am I that's committing to? Plus, a nice to? long break. Yeah, you do come off a little fresh. Hopefully, if you get some. Some holiday time off are, you come are in you, feeling. Are you fresh? coming to
1: the content tower between Christmas and New Year's? No, hell no. Sam, are you coming to the content tower between Christmas and New Year's?
0: We're gonna come record a pod on um, December twenty sixth, boxing 1st. day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could get some black eyed peas, some collard greens, cut a corporate lunch.
0: Um, but speaking of last minute, I had a last minute shopping excursion the other day on the hunt for an orange sweater.
1: Is that a gift that you're giving to someone who doesn't listen to corporate Lunch? No,
0: it's not. So this is a bit of a um, this is a bit off topic, but it, it applies because it was peak holiday season and it was for a wedding, a holiday ish wedding. It was sort of a holiday wedding.
1: So why did a holiday wedding demand an orange flutter?
0: This wedding um, was was small and um, had a color theme, an orange and gray color theme.
1: Orange and gray yeah. color theme. Which I think so instead of nice. saying like. Um, Semi formal or cocktail a tower correct. They said orange and gray, yep.
0: Sort of a suggestion that I kind of let like slip until like the last minute when someone else from the wedding like asked me what I was doing for orange and gray. And you were like, oh shit. And I was like, well, what you mean we're really doing that? I don't know. And then I sort of was like, well, I, I already knew I was wearing this blue suit, I got this gray tie, and I was like, I'm just gonna wear an orange sweater over it. That's gonna look pretty fly, I think.
1: So I would like to um, take a second to honor the the couple here, because I think um, one thing that can be super useful in terms of community building is uh, being very specific with what your needs are with your community. Definitely. And uh, saying, we're getting married, please honor us by wearing orange and gray is highly specific. Yeah. I think this couple's going to have a successful marriage.
0: There was like... Uh, 25 or 30 people at the wedding. So it was a manageable. I mean, maybe people do that for bigger weddings. But typically, it's a wedding party thing, well, maybe, I, like the immediate uh, party.
1: The, part of the reason I'm even saying this that, that the, the the one of the keys to good community is like being specific is you know, that thing with most, most weddings where like three days before the wedding or maybe like 27 hours before the wedding, there's like a group chat, a group text. And oh, it's yeah. like, what the fuck does semi-formal cocktail cocktail mean yeah and everybody's trying to figure it out and like an act of grace that you can do when you're inviting people to something is be highly specific
0: um so i had the day i'm it's the day before the wedding and i realized i need this orange sweater and i'm going to venture out to the wonderful world of mega intense midtown retail
1: midtown retail, because it was like after
0: work and i was like what's open and i just thought like i'm gonna pop into uniqlo and handle this
1: but, I would think, I would th- like, from where I sit, if you're like, I have a really specific sweater need, a color-based sweater need, I yeah. would think Union Uniqlo would just be, like, checking the box.
0: It wasn't that easy. They had some shades that I, I just started finding that I couldn't put my, like, th- particular taste aside and just be like orange sweater let's go
1: just like anyone will do yeah noah johnson got a noah johnson i
0: know i kind of like <laughs> i should have known you did going it to yourself, oh bro. the other thing is uh i went out by myself <laughs> i was solo yeah. which is bad yeah it's just like
1: but who the fuck is going to come with you on? nobody a, a, like a, you the, you couldn't if you were like i will buy you whatever you want oh as we go on this trip i would not no. have done that and before.
0: also you just i didn't know where i was going or where it would lead yeah uh it was extensive yeah. partly i just became <laughs> driven by my own like
1: desire just, to crack the code
0: yeah it was like i just like was never satisfied and i went all the way through from uniqlo to j crew i went into the gap i found a coss i went to bloomingdales Bergdorf, Barney's—the big
1: three. Shout out to the big three. It just
0: kind of became—it became this other time, kind of mission. What time did you start this? I did mission? all that in about two hours.
1: I guess those—I guess those places are um, all those spots are open kind of late.
0: Yeah, they're open late and they're near each other. Yeah, I think I did it all between seven and nine. Um, and I was on foot. I walked fast. I had—I don't know. I was listening to like podcasts, probably and music, like aggressive techno, and. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, there's a f-
1: all these retailers will actually be listening, oh, ha- happy to hear that you were pumping aggressive technology. <laughs> yours. That's good. that's like shopping music. That's going to like get the credit cards hot.
0: Um, I had a few observations. I had an awesome, one of the coolest experiences I had was a tiny thing, but at Uniqlo, I, they had this orange men's cardigan. It was the only orange that was suitable. It was kind of like a burnt orange, but only a cardigan. And I asked the kid. There was a kid folding them. If they had a crew neck, and he was like, "No, nah, but you should check the women's section. They got some cool colors." And I was just like, Yeah, dude. Of course I will. I might have actually had the thought and then been like, eh, I don't know if I want to get caught digging around in the women's sweaters down there, like in a Uniqlo with all the Europeans around me. But I went and popped down and they did have a nice orange, but um
1: open letter to the manager of midtown New York's midtown Uniqlo. Yeah. Figure out who that kid is and give him a raise.
0: It was a nice because you do have Let me ask you
1: this. Had you thought of that?
0: I think it I think it had occurred to me. Um, in a general sense, but he empowered me for he, sure because I did go.
1: And uh, and I, I would presume that the Uniqlo store is like very, it's not like you're in a sweater section that has men's and women's. Is it divided? There's like a men's section and a women's di- section?
0: Separate floors, yeah. whole separate floors. So you don't even really encounter You don't really even see the women's stuff, which is funny. I, it made me think a little bit about when there was that move towards like gender fluid retail experiences which you find in some places i mean in smaller shops you see it because it's like you're it's like well, across they, can, the they can do
1: that but the a, a major retailer whether it's Uniqlo or anybody else is like that system is starts all the way at the beginning
0: yeah right everything i, I don't the, know the i don't merchandising team i don't know are, if
1: fabric shows are gendered maybe not but could be yeah could be but everything from there is like the women's design team, the men's design team, they probably occupy different floors or yeah. like a whole different building. And then, you know, if you're the – there's women's buyers and men's buyers and so on.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would suit anyone other than me maybe in that particular moment but to this just start kid, combining departments.
1: This kid just blazed right through all that. Yeah, and he didn't like – a hot knife through holiday like, butter.
0: He didn't like – stutter look me up and down no he was just <laughs> like go oh. but he also didn't like assess whether or not i'm the type of dude that would be yeah, cool yeah, with yeah. That. He it was just, let just let like a thing and um but you know it's it's one it's one like when you shop in these places there, there's like a clear distinction between men's and women's it makes sense people walk in and they say where's the men's section where's the women's section and that's that
1: i i think this kid is being the change and he he um will one day lead us to a place where there's only there's just one section for All
0: well, I would have bought that orange women's Uniqlo cashmere sweater if they had like a triple XL. Yeah, but XL seemed to be the biggest they're running in there. See,
1: I think, I think, um, my impression is that there are uh men of smaller frame, yeah, who are very used to this idea and it's part of their yeah. part of the way they shop, yeah, but you're not that size like, yeah. You're not like, oh yeah. I, I consistently like oscillate between men's and women's departments, getting what I need.
0: That's right. It's not too familiar to me. But you know, I was looking, and the then I rad. I started to be like, I like this sweater. It had like a smaller ribbing. I just thought like this sweater would probably look interesting on me if they had it in my size. Like I liked. Yeah, yeah. I, I just started to be like, these the, the details of this are interesting. Like yeah. most men's sweaters at big retailers have like very similar features because they're familiar. They're for the masses. They have cuffs and ribbing and like a shape that's like of a pretty normal kind Uh, standard yeah which is great like my typical move would be like to get a huge one or like to just try to fuck it up somehow for me personally yeah
1: um, I feel like I'd like to issue a corporate lunch challenge. To what? And that's uh, me, you, Sam Hein Productions, Mobilagi, everybody on the GQ and GQ Style staff, and all listeners. We should all go marching into like a major retail destination this holiday season and say, Excuse me, where are the men's dresses?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Dead, like straight faced, where are the men's dresses? And um,
0: I guess the same place the women's dresses are. Well,
1: that that would be a step in the right direction.
0: I um I popped into a J Crew real so quick. So you did
1: not cop at Unicorn. No, I didn't. Did uh, not cop. Color size DNC. wasn't working
0: for me. Dipped into a J Crew, which I haven't done in a long time. J crew was popping. It was very busy in there. Um no orange sweaters. They had an orange cashmere beanie. And I was like, maybe I could just wear a beanie for this whole wedding.
1: <laughs> uh indoor wedding, I presume, New York City in the wintertime.
0: Yeah. It was indoor, and it was not gonna be a good move to wear the beanie the whole time. But I was like, that'll solve the hair problem too, because my hair is a little wild. I didn't do it. Moved along. So, found myself what was
1: your total elapsed time in that J. Crew? Because you weren't there to like two, see two, see see how the denims doing. No, you I was like in there for two minutes. Okay.
0: I, I'm a super efficient, mega advanced shopper. Yeah. Like I can case the place and like get a sense of what's what real quick. You're in, you're out. Yep. Um, but uh, let me ask you this yeah. as you're
1: moving between all these stores because you said you hit like five or six places in two hours. Yeah. I mean, Midtown is intense on the street oh, this I time didn't, of year. It
0: was Monday night, Did I say it was Monday night, so it was a little more mellow than you'd expect.
1: It wasn't Saturday afternoon, correct? But there's like you know, dudes selling peanuts, yeah. there's people out ringing bells trying yeah. to get you to give them their money. Yeah. There's, I mean, it is, there's people just leaving work, yeah. It's rush intense.
0: hour. It was sort of a rush hour with with low level sort of shopping and stuff happening, but still a, a lot. Um, Were you just like I love I, that I,
1: shit? I often up there will just fully like move into the street. Yeah,
0: I walk on the side of the edge of the street. Yeah, um, walk, you know it's just a thing you just kind of, like, develop a sense for, how to move through that quickly, you know, after you've done it for a little bit.
1: Now, were you super, like, um, tiger-eyed out and, like, I'm just on a mission, or were you able – because there is, while on a lot of levels it's pretty just, like, intense up there that time of year. Yeah. There is also all sorts of festive holiday spirit stuff happening. Yeah. Were you able to enjoy any of that, or were you just, like, get out of my way, I've got a <laughs> mission?
0: I uh, definitely get some enjoyment. Okay. I love walking through Midtown. Yeah, I partly because you know you do it rarely when you live in in the outer borough and you work downtown. You don't make your way through to Gotham Midtown. City. Yeah, like it's pretty rad at night. It's cold. Like people are bundled. Um, There's I mean, always, I like, like
1: smoke coming out of yeah, the manholes totally. and like,
0: like walking by restaurants and peeking in the windows and like you know like.
1: Uh, one I'd, time, my wife and I were walking through Midtown, and these two guys like kind of bumped into each other. These two guys kind of bumped into each other going through a crosswalk and the one guy goes, fuck you, and the other guy goes, Cocksucker. And then they kept walking. And we were like, That was the most New York thing ever. Like they were not trying to step to each other. Yeah. Neither of them was trying to like spare any time over this disagreement. They just were yeah. like, Fuck you, cocksucker. And it was done.
0: Yeah, there's a certain amount of that of uh, tension in the air, I guess. Yeah. But it depends on your like perception of it. I was pretty. I was on this like mission. I was feeling a little stressed about finding the sweater.
1: Yeah. All right. What's your next stop?
0: Found myself in Bloomingdale's, which you enter via the subway, which it always gets me. I'm always yeah. proud that I know that move. Yeah, like yeah, from yeah. the uh, goddamn um, R train. Yeah. Is it the R whatever the north end of the train? The tunnel just like dumps you into. Uh, the the bottom ground floor men's of Bloomingdale's. That is a little
1: gift to those of us who live here.
0: Yeah, um, uh, cruise through Bloomingdale's with the quickness. Big store. Um, they have a really cool polo section in there, like a yeah. full build out that has an ice skating rink in it. Like what? it's not ice. It's like fake. You know, there's like fake ice you yeah, can skate yeah. on. It's like plexiglass or some shit. No one was skating, but I was like. Damn, if I had more time I'd so it's not up. a
1: little thing for like it's not a prop you can actually like yeah I'll skate
0: I, it looked that way to me no one was skating but they had skates and it was all scraped up and like fenced it was like what? a real thing people skate there it's you know like about r- the size of this table
1: do you know that Ralph invented the department store shop and shop where you like apply yeah. the, the brand aesthetic I like that was I, I didn't. That I was a Ralph Lauren innovation. I hadn't necessarily. Where you like bring in the right wood? Yeah, and the, you make a That's little like, world of Ralph Lauren within yeah. the department store. He's a
0: master of that. I mean, now that you think of, I never thought of it that clearly, but I've I can clearly remember like going into Macy's as a little kid and feeling like
1: when everybody else just had signs, special. yeah, they had mahogany.
0: Yeah, and they got a shitload of mahogany or whatever it is in Bloomingdale's. The mini and innovations that shit is nice of Ralph. Um.
1: Okay, but a department store by virtue of the way it's conceived, yeah. is trickier for it's very a very specific mission. Yeah. Like they're kinda designed to be like to just like go shopping broadly. Yeah. So because you I mean you could go in one section and be like, Do you have an orange sweater? And yeah. then might tell you, No, we do not have one here, but that doesn't mean there's not one upstairs in like a different department.
0: Yeah. That's exactly right. They're much better for browsing. Um I mean in a, yeah, you just got to walk through. In that you know, case, you just is gotta, about, it's
1: all about, it's all about. and I I firmly believe that finding the right salesperson for you is yeah. on you.
0: Yeah, and someone could say, like, oh, you know where there's an orange sweater? Like, yeah. go cruise over to this section. Absolutely. Yep. I sort of had to cruise through it, and, like, I, I like, brands I felt like I would wear, and that were going to be in my price range, you know? It was like, oh, there's, like, Laurel Piano over there. I'm probably not going to swerve away as much as I would like one. Like, I'm going to go see what. What polo has, you know, so you yeah. just kind of like make decisions, and then there's like the like contemporary floor that's like brands that I just know aren't for me, so I kind of skip by that pretty quickly.
1: I just had a thought that could have been a sure shot, but I'm not. I'm curious whether or not it's what you were going for. What Ralph cable knit?
0: Yeah, they didn't have orange. They had a red in uh, Blooming, like in Bloomingdale's. They had a bunch of them. Really would you nice would ones.
1: you have done it with the with with or without the pony? I think I wouldn't a, have. I think I would have passed Because yeah. I saw the suit that you wore to this wedding. Yeah. And I don't know if that would have worked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wore like a wide whale navy blue. Dude, uh, sometimes it's hard
1: it's hard to be specific.
0: Yeah. And exactly. But I did kind of embark on this thinking it was gonna be easy. And it it, it it definitely made me aware, acutely aware of like why web shopping, online shopping is as popular <laughs> as it is. Like you, this type of thing. I was like Damn. You were
1: timed out of that option.
0: Dude, I looked at Mr. Porter a few days before and I was like, they had three orange sweaters.
1: Could have handled it. That
0: I could have, But one of them was J. Crew and I thought, Oh, I'll just go see this in the store. Uh, of course they didn't have it in the store you played yourself. these places have like deep online only Let me archives. ask you
1: this. How let's talk about the financial proposition here. Yeah. To use the the Michael Williams word, let's talk about the value prop. Yeah. So how much were you willing to spend on this sweater, and then how much would you have spent if it was going to solve your problem, but probably be a one-time wear? Yeah. Which also comes with some sustainability issues. Yeah. And how high would you have gone if you were like, "Oh, this is like full sweater rotation. This is like a piece."
0: This is a really hard question to answer, but. Give me numbers so, dude, give me numbers. So, I think the just to be like super just blunt about it without an explanation, I think the highest I would have gone would have been 300 bucks. Yeah. They they were they're heavy market Highest no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. They're major sales right now. Yeah. Like they're like it's end of season it's late holiday the season. like there's tons of 50% off racks. Uh and for 300, though, it, I would I would have been like, uh, this sweater is dope, love it, yeah, gonna yeah. wear it all the time. Like,
1: I'm, I'm gonna wear this to this wedding yeah. and next week.
0: Because I do like orange, and I will happily wear an orange sweater. Yeah. And so, like, but that number kind of, like, changes a little bit. Like, when I found myself in Bergdorf yeah. in the, like, cashmere section, which yeah. they kind of actually have. Speaking of, like, sections, they kind of had, like, a cashmere section almost, and I was like...
1: Starting to get that.
0: Definitely ready to like go above the three hundred. Yeah, if I yeah. found the right one. Yeah. Nothing orange though.
1: Nothing orange. Just
0: didn't have orange. It just wasn't my. You know what I think? Because when we shot our fall and maybe holiday issues of GQ Style. Yeah. We shot a ton of orange. We do. Remember Mobilize being like, "We got to take a break from orange. Yeah, I've got to chill much. on this
1: orange." So we were on a shoot last week, and he was like, "Everything he pulled out was orange." <laughs> and then he was like, "I got to chill. I got to chill."
0: So. I honestly think orange sold out early in the season.
1: Wow, flying off the racks!
0: I don't believe that. I believe that there was at one point more orange on these racks, and that I I, it was just late. They should
1: have moved the wedding.
0: I was mega late. They should have definitely moved the wedding. Also worth
1: also worth noting that this couple's wedding was uh, on trend.
0: Yeah, orange. They definitely. I'm not saying it was intentional. I'm just saying it was true. And the orange gray combo looks pretty good, but you do have to get the right shades. It's like But you know, like I said, I, w- shopping I was in gen- just
1: one thing, shopping in general when you need something specific is extremely difficult because so often something simple, something prob something solution oriented, something problem solving is the hardest thing to find. My wife yep. was recently looking for like a pair of English country walking boots. Uh-huh. This should be very easy. Somebody should be there. Should be a. You would think that there would be a company where where you're like, well, they make the yeah. English country right. walking right. boot. Yeah. And all you have to do is call them and ask for your size and color. Not the case. So what happens is like some some true classics like come in and out of availability. Yeah. And meanwhile, you can get something that like you know somebody in their design department like broke their brain trying to reinvent, reinvent the <laughs> yeah, wheel yeah, but yeah. you can't just get like the thing
0: i know and the i found myself in this instance like what is the thing where do you go to get a sweater of a particular color in new york i know there's a place yeah oh i went to a brooks brothers
1: yeah How'd that Thinking, go?
0: i just thought they're gonna have towers of solid colored sweaters right for dads for christmas yeah they just didn't really have it they just didn't really have the thing that's it was what like, they're doing there's just other versions, lots of sweaters in there, plenty of nice ones actually. The Brooks Brothers store in Midtown by Grand Central is really nice. It's quiet. It's it's gentlemanly. It's not oh, yeah, it's not yeah, necessarily that hip, but it's like they have this rickety old escalator that oh, like. Well you don't got a Brooks Brothers up. for a hip. Oh man. You I go for I, iconic. Enjoyed um I enjoyed these experiences. I just missed Paul Stewart. They closed really early. Because w- Paul Stewart's a color guy. I thought I would have um nailed that, but didn't. And then um, Barney's is a hell of an experience. I crush Barney's up and yep. down those escalators in the back. I don't do the um elevator. Yep. In all these stores, oh, one of my observations: Moncler is must be the hottest brand in New York. Oh, one yeah. of them. Yeah. There was crowds putting on trying on Moncler jackets on all the, in all these shops. Yeah, yeah.
1: That is another one that Europeans come here. Yeah. Moncler is not cheap. Yeah. Europeans come here and They're they can get it bargains. for the for the nice price. And it's like, the Montclair logo is total status symbol.
0: Yeah, that genius stuff is cool too. Actually, I think there was like some. Yeah, there's some some joints. of the Craig Green stuff, out.
1: I want to see that stuff in the wild. The Craig Craig Green I Montclair. I would have probably,
0: if I had time, I would have thrown one on if I could have fought, uh, elbowed my way in.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, you had a job to do, dude. What's next? Couldn't find an orange sweater.
0: Yeah, so crushed Barney's. Um. Just didn't find an orange sweater. I'm starting
1: to get stressed out.
0: Yeah, me too. It's like eight thirty at night. The stores are closing <laughs> soon. I haven't had dinner. Like, Sam,
1: are you getting stressed out? I'm starting to like. I may need to re-up my deodorant.
0: Um, I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm scrambling on my phone. Like, what's still open? Could I hit? Like, is there another J Crew somewhere? I'm just running. Yeah, I'm yeah. at the end of my rope. Um. I I went home empty-handed. What? Yeah.
1: Wow! So
0: uh, I was defeated, but I I knew that I had a few hours the following day. If to... Noah
1: Johnson can't shop it, <laughs> who can?
0: I had a few hours. Who can? A few hours the next day to figure it out. This is now. Now we're on wedding day. Yeah. All right. I had a backup plan actually.
1: Is that did anyone did any of the fashion retailers ever figure out that old the old Amazon drone thing, dude? Could have just I don't had know. it drone to the content tower. <sighs> Safety orange.
0: So, my backup plan was a gray sweater and an orange tie, but it wasn't as good.
1: Did at any moment you think of buying a white cashmere sweater and a packet of a written
0: tie? <laughs> I mean, we're in
1: problem-solving mode now.
0: Uh, if I had, like, no, I didn't, because that would have taken too long. Yeah, it's true. Um, So, I'm feeling burnt, Uh, feeling like... I just did more shopping in terms of like square footage than I've done in like years.
1: And came back empty handed.
0: Feeling, yeah, came back empty handed because of uh, of the specifics of the situation. You know, if I had more time, I would have probably got a Tom Ford suit at Bergdorf. <laughs> probably would have got one of those Monkler jackets at Barney's. <laughs> Bloomingdale's was- had a rack of Junior Watanabe. That was marked down a little bit. Probably would have spent some time do working any my way places, through that stuff. Do
1: any, do any of these spots have an acronym?
0: no oh I didn't see it I don't think so
1: where does one buy Acronym this is a total sidebar
0: in New York I have no idea I don't think anyone in New York stocks it but some of the dark fashion lords out there can slide in my DMs I'll let you know cool I think you're doing online shopping for Acronym Sam do you know Acronym in New York City maybe at a what's the place in Williamsburg that sells RAF and stuff Um, on Metropolitan there's a dark fashion shop in Williamsburg well, Chris Gaiamele knows. Shout out Chris Gaiamele.
1: Shout out Chris Gaiamele. Good homie. Um,
0: all right, so I went home empty-handed, defeated, um, a little worn What's your worn stress out.
1: level? What's your stress level? Or are you just excited to I have pulled the plug at that point?
0: Yeah, I think I was just, like, oh, tired, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna I
1: was go, like I'm going to go consume some calories yeah, at Yeah,
0: I was just, like I don't know, it was a funny experience, man. I used to I used to pound the pavement in New York a lot. I used to shop a lot when I with no money, I would just kinda like yep. especially sales season, I would drag out there, yeah. a friend or or my life partner with me and be like, We gotta go up to Barney's at sixty percent off now. And yep. like try to hope to like cop the one thing that I was like looking forward to all season long. So I kind of had this like I don't I don't know, it was just a, it was a it was a thing that I hadn't done in a long time. Yep. I had acute awareness of like my web shopping habits and appetite for that versus like real life and i was kind of like i should do this more before they sell out of orange sweaters
1: but um dude what did you wear to the wedding
0: so the next day i get to work and i'm like kelly mccabe gq fashion editor i'm like i gotta wear gray and orange to this wedding i got this gray sweater can i borrow an orange tie from the fashion closet she's like right. sure it's like not quite right. I was like, "Damn, I've been looking everywhere for an orange sweater and can't find one." She's "This is, like, this is
1: actually really funny because, like, for Noah Johnson, can't you can't as a dude? And I don't mean because of your job or anything like that. I mean just because of who you are, you can't walk up there being like, yeah, whatever. I got orange and gray on.' <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bad fit, but it's orange and gray.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. I was not satisfied. You can't with compromise that. like that. No." And I'm I'm like a little bit just like perplexed here, like.
1: So Kelly helps you out, but it's not quite the right move.
0: And then I'm like, I really wanted an orange sweater, and she's like, What about the J Press Shaggy Dog sweater? Whoa! And I was like, What about the J Press Shaggy
1: Dog? isn't J press right up there where you yeah was <laughs> it was right there i walked by it a whole dude don't sleep on J goddamn press man. Bunch it's a bunch of times american institution not only
0: that but speaking you know how earlier we were like what's the sweater or whatever the shaggy dog is the sweater, the sweater. of the 2018 winter wow. all the like weeks ago sam hein ha- has a, like this pale yellow one sam hein is very and shaggy. Then all the all the fancy like menswear homies on instagram jeremy kirkland and all those guys were all posting their shaggy dog sweaters for like the last few weeks and i I remember being like that's kind of dope not with it not, no awareness of like i'm gonna go get one or without ever like thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah,
1: it Yeah, but just like respect but it shaggy was dog. it
0: was right there so uh, the morning of the wedding um i make some calls and i track down an orange shaggy dog sweater in new york city with like literally
1: at the J press store
0: the rowing blazers homies hooked it up rowing blazers did a collab with J press shaggy dog sweaters I don't know what. I don't know. Rowing that's the Blazers
1: X J Press Shaggy Dog. Yeah.
0: J Press Shaggy. J Press only had an extra small. So the. the oh, Rowing, I
1: saw an Instagram post.
0: The Rowing Blazers sweater is the same Shaggy Dog sweater. Yeah, the orange is sold out. The orange is gone. J, uh, Rowing one Blazers. One extra small. Low, yeah, they had an extra small at the store. Rowing Blazers had one left. It was a large, which is what I wanted. Yep. Big ass sweater, but it's good. But they put a huge cloth patch on the chest. Okay, visible. It's like three inches by three inches. It's very large and it has, it's pretty, it's actually kind of cool. It has like the shaggy dog logo, which is really sick. Yep. But, you know, this is a wedding. Yeah. Can't be running logos and patches. Yeah. GQ Fashion Closet once again came through with an extra sharp seam ripper. Yep. Which is that's one of the vibes for today, frankly. Is seam ripper, You've gotta ripper. have a seam ripper. Whether it's an itchy tag in the back of your shirt that's tickling your neck, or just a, a tag or a logo you just can't deal with. What do you
1: think? Like one at home, one at the office? Yeah, definitely at yeah. least, and just keep at keep, least. Keep, keep them <laughs> glove sharp.
0: Com- glove compartment. Keep them sharp because you don't want to be you know tugging away and compromising the integrity of the actual fabric. So anyway, I had to. Uh, much love to to all the homies who who uh, helped me out here, but had to remove that tag and like literally like. I was a couple minutes late to, to when I should have been at the ceremony, but I, I showed up with the orange sweater on.
1: Oh, the sweater made you a little late?
0: Yeah, because I was ripping the seam and tag off, put it on. Sam Hine was in my literally in my office with me. I was like, do I look all right?
1: But you were and fitted. He was just like, I didn't
0: even look in the you mirror. Were fitted. Yeah. I fitted. Like, yeah. I was like, Sam, I trust you. Ran to the elevator and booked it. We all met up at City Hall, which is nearby the office, walked over there in my orange sweater. How'd you feel? I felt great. Like Got a, a lot champion? of compliments. Only, I think my dad said I looked like a pumpkin at one point. But that was the only <laughs> Shots. That was just inevitable. Dude, if you don't get shots get from get dad. That it's shit not, from him.
1: You didn't get a fit off if your dad thinks it's perfect.
0: Um. Um. So that's that's not my not shout quite out. Rowing Blazers. Yeah. They shout out too.
1: Jay Press. Shout out Kelly McCabe. Shout out the GQ fashion closet. Haley Miles and them.
0: Shout out the whole New York City um, fashion and shopping community for. Letting me run th- through your stores like a crazed maniac for <laughs> stressed, staying open till nine. Angry, I mean, hey, hey, I got a shot.
1: Hang- and, sweater hangry.
0: Um, so it's not not a holiday shopping experience, but it, it is, is pretty it dope is that, indirectly. Um, it's
1: pretty dope that in New York you could like basically do a um, high level retail blitz. Yeah. After work yeah. into the nighttime.
0: Yeah. I didn't even have to leave at work early. Really.
1: It's not just about being able to get a roll of toilet paper at three in the morning. You can also go sweater shopping.
0: The, the problem is now I've, I cannot do it again for like, not right away.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you need a no, break. I guess I
0: wouldn't have, I, I'm thinking about, I haven't gotten any holiday presents well, for anybody yet. See, so
1: that's the play. tricky thing is like, you wasted, you spent like one of your, like a holiday blitz, yeah. bricking the sweater yeah. by, and now you still have to dig in on, on holiday presents.
0: Like, it, this was a version of what I would do. On like December twenty second or third to find to find a crucial gift for a loved one.
1: I think we I think I think we need a whole nother episode and fast on giving and receiving Ugh. garms for the holiday. I know. Sam
0: I know. Do you Sorry, think we I can burnt, pull that together? I burnt this whole should we do a double episode this week? I burnt this whole episode on a Sam, story you think we can pull about, that together? About buying Dude, you didn't sweater. burn a thing.
1: The only thing you burnt was that orange. That was the worst joke I've ever made. This <laughs> is oh. a burnt orange joke, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we did a, we were we were pressed for time a couple times recently, and we called we called uh, the curtain on episodes of Corporate Lunch without doing any vibes. I know it's a problem. So when we do I would that. I would like to say that the first vibe for this episode's thirteen vibes is thirteen vibes itself. Drop yeah. a bomb
0: on me, Sam Hine. Wow. <laughs> The only not so fast lightning round of vibes. I'm gonna
1: start doing the Dave Chappelle thing, where instead of having Sam drop a bomb and post, I'm just gonna be like,
0: slap the mic. <laughs>
1: you know how Dave, when he does stand up, he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> slapping his knee.
0: Will's banging the mic on his knee. I don't need to narrate that. That's a good vibe, though.
1: The first vibe. Thirteen vibes. Of might this be episode a- is thirteen vibes. Noah, what do you have? I have so many vibes this time. Do you? Yeah.
0: Fuck that's. All right, I I mean I have a lot of Christmas vibes. Um, uh, uh, I love Christmas and I love the holidays. I get involved in all of it. I give and receive gifts. I wrap gifts. I, I drink eggnog. I crack nuts. I um, carol. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Christmas movies, but I find many of them sort of tiresome. And I can't like I can't do Home Alone. I can't do Die Hard like year after year. But I can do Bad Santa.
1: Bad Santa, Billy Bob,
0: Thurman Merman, man, Billy Bob. Shout,
1: like, shout out Billy Bob, Billy Bob, uh, Billy I, Bob is a fucking that's epic th- standalone
0: the, vibe. I uh, know he is. Billy Bob is a huge vibe. And uh, anyway, that's a reminder to watch Bad Santa if you haven't already. I haven't watched it yet this year, but that's like a crucial one for me every year.
1: I uh, I also enjoy the holiday spirit, but I th- I feel like you need to do a little bit of like of holiday cheer counter programming. And I have, like, a heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy vibe for holiday cheer counter program. If, like, you are just kind of, like, I don't know, a little sour on the holiday spirit and you need to balance out your mind in your life.
0: Yeah.
1: The film Mandy. This is oh, yeah. such a big vibe. I've been i don't hearing eat, a lot dude, about it. Dude, this is such a big vibe. Mandy by Panos Cosmatos. Yeah. Starring Nicholas Cage doing full Nick Cage. Full full nick cage um it's sort of like a tarantino uh, it's a dash of tarantino a heavy 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 dose it's like one part twin peaks one part heavy metal horror with a dash of quentin tarantino revenge fantasy
0: it is so intense it's in theaters now right
1: i don't think so maybe like special screenings or something i think it's i think it's out of theaters Oh, I think okay. you have you got to buy it on iTunes or whatever. Whoa. I like I will personally pay for each of you to listen, to go to watch this movie if you promise to do it with the volume cranked. Like what you really want is a friend and with a projector. Phone in the other room. Phone in the other room friend with a projector volume loud. Yeah. Like you want you want this on a system. This is the best movie I saw this year.
0: Jeez, I haven't seen any movies this year so I'm definitely going to watch that during my long holiday vacation.
1: I I don't know. I don't know what your life partner thinks about like really grotesque <laughs> movies.
0: Is it really grotesque? It's insane. It's, really? dude. It is insane. We'll get through it. Um I'm going to counter program your counter program with Great. more holiday cheer. Let's go. I have a holiday album that I love. It's only a couple years old. I don't hear it really talked about that much. But Chance the Rapper did a Christmas album called "Merry Christmas, Little Mama" with Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah is my favorite RBA singer. Wow, I love, I love Jeremiah.
1: Wow, dude, Noah, you surprise me every day, um, man.
0: But it's just a really fun. Like we we always we do a lot of road trips around holiday time, and this this one is always on. I don't know if I don't know if what's
1: what's the little what's the little one thing.
0: I think she likes she's with it. it. Yeah, she she's Chance? dancing now. Like her dancing oh, is like, man,
1: come on, talk you about you just put vibe. music
0: on and she st- She like starts with like a bop, like a side to side, and then she'll get spinning and then get the arms going. Like the dancing is real. It's fully natural. It's funny to watch because you see it and no one taught her to dance. And I'm like, joy. This is in our dancing is just something that comes from your. Oh, absolutely. It's just part of absolutely your, part of your makeup. Part of humanity. Yeah.
1: Uh, my vibe is that we are living in a golden age of
0: socks. Yeah, we are. That's true. I never we thought
1: are about living it. in a golden age of socks and male hosiery. Actually, genderless hoser- hosiery. We are living in a golden age of socks and hosiery. So I have been finding myself almost like this wasn't. Uh, I wasn't like, man, we're living in a golden golden age of socks and hosiery. I should take advantage. I found myself upon reflecting (laughs) while listing out my vibes that, uh, holy shit, we're living in a golden age of socks and hosiery, and I've been taking full advantage. So, what that means is, I have some really nice, really nice dress socks that I would actually—they're so nice, I would call them hosiery from Drakes. Yeah, and a couple just like vivid, incredible colors.
0: What's the material composition? Really
1: fine cotton, yeah, not really fine as in thin, really yeah. fine as in high quality. high quality cotton. Yeah. They go all the way up to my knees, and I have long legs. They stay up. They stay up you don't and don't have like to wear sock garters when people see just a little like peak of them, you know, you can feel they are impressed.
0: yeah, <laughs> but I also am into counter programming. The, the fanciness. Yeah.
1: Like, sometimes I like to wear inappropriate socks for the like formality level of the rest of the fit. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah.
0: I've
1: been doing a lot of suits recently. I'm like, I'm, ba- I'm back on suits like all the way. Yeah. Not like, oh, yeah, it's cool to put them back in the mix. It's cool to count and program by putting the suit <laughs> back in the mix. No, I'm like, there's a full suit program going on right now. And then um, I wear. I, I have Gildan white Gildan socks that I tie dyed myself, like a whole huge batch. I actually ice really? dyed. I, I actually ice dyed them, which What's is a whole that? other. That's a different conversation. Jesus. You don't even come close to having time for that. No. Um, so shitty tie dyed athletic socks. Um, I have some of the Triple S Wex, West Lang collabor- collaboration socks with like, like Reapers on Grand them. Reaper and shit. On it. Yeah. I also have some um, really good colored athletic socks by Oakley, and they just say oakley on them oakley's
0: like retro logo yeah that's a really good logo so if yeah
1: if you're wearing like a fancy suit and a really nice pair of shoes yeah. and then orange oakley, socks. oakley <laughs> socks people get like just the right amount of confused so anyway this is how i'm approaching the the new golden age of of socks that we're living in um but the the vibe is just to like find your get your own look you know
0: get your own sock vibe yeah um I've just I've been running so many Nike Dry Fits in both black and white, alternating, and they're I I think that also relates to the Golden Age of sock. I think the Nike Dry Fit is the greatest athletic sock ever. Like I think it's they're it's, incredible. It's damn near close to perfect. And they're it, incredible. Not, not the teched out ones with like with like ergonomic biomechanical body mapping that are like sports specific. Just the regular Dry wait, Fits.
1: Wait, that's a that's a GQ page right there. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming coming to an issue, <laughs> a 2019 issue of the all-new GQ, which is also a whole nother conversation. A page, you heard it here first on Corporate Lunch, a page by Noah Johnson on the Nike dry fit sock.
0: The next vibe actually comes from the pages of a magazine we make called GQ Style. The holiday issue is available now, starring the incredible Ezra Miller on the cover. That
1: whole issue is a banger.
0: It's a crazy issue of an already crazy magazine that we've been making that I that love. The issue
1: has actually I was like this issue is a little bit obtuse. And I don't know if people are I was very very proud of it. Yeah. But I was like I'm part of me was a little worried that like are people going to find their way in this and through this to the jewels that are hidden inside. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so far, I think they're finding it.
1: They are finding it. The feedback has I get been some, sick. I get some pretty good feedback. It's encouraging that we've built an audience that is like ready for where we're trying to go. Cause you could like go as we just went really far down the rabbit hole and you, people could be yep. like, we love you, but not.
0: Nah. <laughs> you know? So far, hasn't happened.
1: Shout out to everybody who reads our shit.
0: For this issue, I went to um, Kingston, New York, upstate and visited Black Creek Mercantile and Trading Company, which is. Um, a uh, woodworking shop, a, a furniture outlet, run by Joshua Vogel, who's kind of a legendary woodworker, and uh, he makes furniture and he makes art. and And I went up there, kind of interested in what they do, but also feeling like, all right, upstate New York furniture guy. Like, I mean, I pitched the story enthusiastically. Uh, and, yeah, you did. <laughs> and and it was enthusiastic, but was like really on the hunt to find. Um, something sort of more meaningful and like aesthetically interesting in what they do than just your average sort of like wood craftsman. Sure. And that's exactly what I found. Joshua Vogel is sort of some kind of genius. Um, someone said to me he's the Dieter Rams of woodworking. Damn. He he works in systems. He works in in um. Dude, would well, that geometry, could have been the headline? Meet like, the
1: Dieter Rams of woodworking
0: we can update the web post maybe okay the, cool. story, the story just went <laughs> it's
1: never too late
0: the story just went live on gqstyle.com. So you i would read venture it and to say when the, you, amazing when you, photos.
1: the photos are amazing and and the reason the photos are amazing is because the stuff is amazing and the story is amazing and i don't know once you when you see those pictures you don't forget them they're like seared into my brain frame yeah. it's beautiful also stuff. i want a stool
0: the stool, he makes these stools that are just incredible. I need like, that black stool. Really actually. sturdy, um, pigment dyed wooden stools that I, they're just like these incredible objects. Oh,
1: I just now decided I'm buying one of the black stools for my office. You absolutely. Right should.
0: now. Absolutely. That's should. a heavy value. They're vibe. like, they're great, like side tables. Yeah. In fact, just, the, I have one of the black stools. Uh, I couldn't resist. Oh, shit. And, and, do you
1: mind if I buy, also buy a black stool? No,
0: you should absolutely. Everybody should get a Yours black stool. Yours is for the
1: home. Mine's going to be for the office. Yeah. Okay. I'm,
0: um, black Creek, if you need to tell me out. off
1: air that I should really back the fuck up, <laughs> bus, you're welcome to do it. I'm open, I'm open minded. It's not
0: like we're I gonna get be, a different, it's not like we're gonna be caught in the color. same place at the same time with our black stools I'm sitting on, on the <laughs> stools. Um, I'm kind of done. You want to wrap it up?
1: I got one, I got one more vibe. Or you can keep going. I got one more vibe. I just got back from LA where we were doing the the GQ men of the year party. Oh, yeah, and this new thing called GQ live. And, Congrats and to
0: the GQ men of the year.
1: Shout out to the, to the <laughs> men of the year, all of them. Um, and uh, Part of it for for part of the programming of that I interviewed uh, Ezra Koenig from from Vampire
0: Weekend, friend of the show, friend of the pod. Shout
1: out to Ezra. Listen to um, uh, I'm blanking right when I need it. The name of his pod.
0: Oh. Um,
1: Beats One Radio.
0: Crisis. Time, time crisis. crisis. Shout out
1: to the Time Crisis. I'm down homies. with
0: the Crisis Crew. I'm part of the Crisis Crew. When I you've love listened that
1: show. when you've listened to all 45 episodes of Corporate Lunch, get into Time Crisis if yeah. you're not already it's funny because they probably have 15 times more listeners than we are but here we are pushing people to them anyway (laughs) i interviewed ezra Koenig, and then they played um some songs and one of the songs uh was contra and i've been sort of addicted to that song since then and it has this amazing line that goes uh i think you're a contra Mm -hmm. i think that you lied (laughs) and when people like Since I've been addicted to that song, when people feel like they're kind of shady to me, Uh I just think, I think you're a Contra, dude. I think that you lied.
0: That's a great song. Classic Vampire Weekend song.
1: Guys, we love you. We're coming back soon. We're coming back
0: fast
1: with the Holiday Garm giving and receiving episode. Look for it. Later. Shout out Sam High. Bye.
0: I think you're a contra, I think that you
1: lie don't call me a contra till you've tried.